0: Here is a question I received from Sherry. Now, what happens? You have an aunt whose son dies, and she's driving you crazy. And the, the see how you would handle this type of a situation. Dear Dr. Kenner, what do I say to my aunt, aunt who is mourning the loss of her son, Tom? But she's making it her personal mission to reconnect my relationship with my mother she manipulates through statements like put on your big girl panties and do the right thing and nothing will heal the pain of my losing my son more than you and your mother making up how do I help her understand that her pain is not in my hands and although meddling in other people's problems may make her feel better at the moment the more she spends time on that she's evading her own healing process and frankly It hurts me as well, exclamation point. Thank you, Sherry. So Sherry, she's trying to manipulate you with unearned guilt. You are totally right. The problem with your mother, your relationship with your mother, is your concern. I'm assuming that she's totally detached from it, like she wasn't the one that caused it in the first place. So we'll set that aside and we'll just assume that it's a private issue between you and your mother. Your mother said you had words with your mother, or your mother was too intrusive in your life, or maybe she hated the person that you married, and who's a very nice guy, and you just are not going to reconnect on her terms. Whatever it is, it is your problem, not your aunt's. So how do you set a boundary with somebody when they're going through probably the, the most painful period in their own life, the grief of their own son? So you need to separate those two issues out. Her grief at losing her son, Tom. And the second issue is her desire for you and your mom to reconnect. So you can certainly express your grief. It's so sad that you lost your son. You know, he was such a nice guy, assuming he was. And you can express that. Keep those feelings with your aunt separate. Then separately, you can speak with her. You need to set a boundary. And just because she's going through grief doesn't give her a carte blanche to... Tell you to put on your big girl panties. <laughs> you know, if a relative said that to me, I think I would be blown away. Hopefully, I would have a little twinkle in my eye and say, "Well, that's a curious one." But you can say to her, you, you know, you could first you want to ask yourself the question, Sherry. Why is it so important to her that Mom and I get back together? Why is she? What? What? What's in it for her? Just so you get her context a little bit, and then you can uh go, to, go up to her and say something along the lines, such as the following. You know, I hear, Auntie, how important it is for, for you to see me and Mom reconnect. It is a private matter. I'm an adult, and I find it offensive to be told to put my big girl panties on. I expect something a little more civil of you. I am taken aback that you're using the death of Tom, the death of your son, to try to pressure me to act against my own judgment so th- what you're doing there is you're naming the issue that she's hoping you won't name because she's going through grief if tom was a really decent person too you could add i don't think tom would have admired that y- you would then you could say i hope you give your grieving for tom the respect it deserves and i hope you respect my privacy Now, hopefully, that will give her food for thought. You may have to repeat it once or twice, but it sets a boundary. if I- And it lets her know that the grieving is separate from your relationship with your mother. Now, a, a quick word on your relationship with your mother. When any of us have cutoffs with prime family members, like our father or a mother or brother, it's usually painful, even if we've gotten some closure on it. There's a really good book called You're Wearing That by Deborah Tannen and it's about mothers and daughters and I have I've, I'm, uh, maybe two-thirds of the way through it. I found it fascinating because there's a real tension between moms and daughters or, or parents and kids and that's that as kids we want our independence, we want our autonomy and we also want the connection with our parents and the nurturing and Finding that fine line is very difficult. Now, it could be that you're you've separated from your from your mother for reasons totally apart from that. Uh, that is a nice resource, and if you if you do want to give that. Um, some attention, you certainly could. If you're not in any pain, then I will also keep my boundaries and uh, not give you unsolicited advice. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness, and here is one question I received from somebody who's very depressed. Dear Dr. Kenner, I know that I'm depressed. It's five days and I feel very bad. When I come home at 5 p.m. after 10 hours of work, I like to sleep to escape. I do not like to do anything in recent days. I don't like to smile. I don't like to speak with others. I just like to sleep. Please help me. You're sleeping too escape. That is the problem. What you want to do is ask yourself, why am I feeling depressed? You've got to give it content. Just don't leave it at the emotion. There's a fabulous book, Mind Over Mood, that you can get at my website drkenner.com. But also getting up and exercising rather than being in bed helps, too, because you're implicitly valuing yourself more. There's a lot more I can say on depression, and I will in uh, in, in the future. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. I need to feel important. Instead, I'm living in the shadows of her life. Her family and friends are everything. I feel invisible. I thought my husband's love would be enough to help him get over my affairs. Why can't he just forgive and forget? What does he think he is? Perfect? He's so selfish. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget? I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish we mean the self-valuing, self